Get Animated, the anime watch-along podcast with the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed Nimitz-class aircraft carrier, Heather Ann Campbell. I'm self-proclaimed nerve fan, Nick Weiger. And I'm an angel, Matt Apodaca. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I guess the audience should know that you guys don't know that I'm going to set the topic until I'm saying it. So, yes. like, the, the ask is pretty big, that I would say Nimitz-class aircraft carrier, and then you would immediately, for example, say, I'm launch gunship Nick Weiger. Like, that would yes. be a lot to ask. It would be. But I do feel like by the time we get to Matt, like, he should at least know what the pattern is. No. <laughs> yeah. You're speaking like every uh, Herald coach I ever had. <laughs> Uh, Heather, um, before we get into this week's episodes, yeah, you had an observation that you were you meant to make regarding episodes uh, five and six. Yes, and that I thought that I found as as someone who's new to the series, a, a super interesting. Well, uh, the thing that I said was that um, the first two episodes were the first episodes written, and it took I guess a half year for those episodes to be written. Like it was a real painstaking process. And the next two episodes written were episodes five and six. Uh, and the rest of the staff sort of said, hey, I, we feel like Shinji's relationship to these characters needs to be explored further before we launch into episodes five and six. So they re- they shuffled production and the story in order to do uh, the episodes that come in between, which is three and four, because that's how numbers work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, that was, I, it was something I meant to say last week and, and forgot, I didn't get a chance to do it. Great. A, a fascinating insight. Yeah. Isn't it though? I like it. It's, um, uh, I have a, I have a question. I have another question about the writing of the show. Hmm. Uh, what do you think they were getting for lunch in the writer's room? Were they doing like Mendocino farms <laughs> or, uh. You know, were they a little bit more, were they like, like, ah, forget our diets, let's get Jersey Mike's. <laughs> so the, the thing that I know from like watching documentaries about Hideakiano is that the mm. dude is kind of gross. <laughs> mm. It's like, he doesn't wear shoes in the office. And like when he worked at Studio Ghibli, because he worked with Miyazaki, the guy who makes like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Princess Mononoke. And, and the, there's a lot of sort of, it's like, you know, like Martin Scorsese, George Lucas, like all those guys all working at the same time yeah. and kind of knowing each other. It's, I think, similar to uh, this generation of anime makers. And they all talk pretty, pretty openly about how gross that dude is. Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and also how like you never know what it is that he wants. Mm-hmm. Like you, sure. you put something in front of him and you're like, does this work? And he's like, uh. and he leaves the room and you're like, Fuck! Burps in your face. God damn it! (laughs) Um, Another neat crossover between those two companies is that The Wind Rises, which for a long time looked like it was going to be uh, the final uh, Miyazaki film at Studio Ghibli, is voiced, the main character is voiced by Hideaki Anno uh, because Mm. um, Anno was in a uh, big depression. And Miyazaki was like, why don't you come over and, and voice this character for me and, and see if that helps. Um, yeah. I, you, mentioned, you mentioned that before to us. I can't I remember if you mentioned it on a pot, on an episode oh, or just in conversation. But it is, well, a, is a fascinating little detail. 
Well, the way that the um, pandemic works is that I can't tell what I've said before or where I've been for the last two years. I'm with that with receiving information. That sounded like completely new information to me. (laughs) 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 But then when Nick said that you'd said it before, I was then like, oh, yeah, maybe I have heard that before. I mean, maybe who who knows when the hell I said it could have been literally if you're listening to this like on like binging this these podcasts it could have been minutes ago that i said this yeah yes <laughs> uh guys today we're talking about two episodes from uh the show neon genesis evangelion uh the first one is called uh the human creation or title 2 a human work and um i'll be i'll be honest with you guys this is a lot of people's least favorite episode of the show Neon Genesis Evangelion. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I guess yeah. I can see that. Thinking um, about what actually happens and what the what the main narrative thread is here. Yeah, this is an episode without an angel uh, that is basically a deconstruction of the bureaucracy of uh, the world of Evangelion and like military contracts and negotiations for who gets to fight angels. I think it has a lot more in common with Shin Godzilla, another Hideaki Anno property, which instead of talking mostly about Godzilla is talking about the people who talk about Godzilla. Right. I'm, I, 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 I love this shit. Like I love like intrigue. I love real politic. Uh, I'm I like all this. Like give me like you know I'll one hundred percent be on board for that because it's like it's like the stuff in Star Trek that some people complain about of just like a long boardroom meeting. You know, we're just yeah. gonna like talk about like politics for like you know a twelve minute scene. It's like I love that. I That's I love I love hearing about the trade federation and fucking Star Wars. Like great, yeah. Give, I'll take all of it. That's like when Mad Men was on TV and everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, all this like salacious, like these affairs and all that. And I was like, I got to know if this merger's going through. Like this is, <laughs> 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 that's the real drama. That's the real stuff yes. there. So um, then you guys, I'm sure, loved this opening scene, which is between Gendo and some unknown person about shit we don't know about. And it's like, have you have you figured out what what you're going to do with these questions? And the other person is like, yeah, I've, I've responded with falsified data. Uh, and then the voice is like, should I do something about this other project? And Gendo's like, no, we don't need to do anything else. And that's like how the that's like the cold open on this episode. Yeah. It's just like mystery conversation. I did like that. You were right. I was like, yeah, I liked it a lot. <laughs> it was great. I, I was just sort of like, okay, so like we're going to find out what's going on with this at some point, but I'm uh, color yeah. me intrigued. Uh, nothing about this was boring to me. None, none of this is boring. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, then uh, we get into the, I guess the meat of the plot of the episode, starting mm-hmm. with the next scene. Uh, I, so I'm I'm wondering now because you talk about how Hideaki Yano is famously like gross, right? Like is known to for being unhygienic or a, a, or sloppy. Is it possible any of those characteristics are projected onto Misato? Mm. It's possible. It's possible. Um, I mean, I feel like all of the characters in this show are probably refracted color prisms of his own personality mm. as 
any character who, or any person who creates characters that you you can only draw on yourself or people you know and your interpretations of them. Sure. Um, I do know that at some point he talked about Ray being representative of his own subconsciousness. Um, wow. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe Misato's filthy home. <laughs> <laughs> But 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 also I don't know that he has a filthy home. I just know that he's like doesn't wear shoes in the office, and everybody's like a little bit like, well, man, or he like sleeps on the floor. Uh, and so I don't want to like I have nothing but reverence for this man. So like sure. I don't mean anything I'm saying to sound judgmental. Um, I'll make a judgmental claim real quick. Where are your goddamn shoes at work, everyone? <laughs> I don't need to be working the- and see anyone's toes. I, I don't mind. Uh, yeah, I, like if you're wearing socks, that's one thing. But if we're going barefoot, the, the barefoot guy at the office. Yeah, we don't need that. Get out of here. So I've said that the, I've been in an office where the barefoot guy will go into the bathroom. It's like, what are you doing? No, that's fucking disgusting. Ugh. That's rough. Yeah. Woof. People are fucking animals. Yeah. No, you keep your shoes on. So Misato has man, my dream. Uh, my unfortunately i can't i can't keep this i i, I just like my my entire life would collapse if i started practicing this but having a fucking ice cold brew dog first thing in the morning that did rise, look great <laughs> rise and have a fucking beer as she, she really sold it too like i think yeah. cuz she's just like hell yeah this is exactly how you start the day and i was like oh i guess i guess it is like <laughs> i guess you're right and also the rationalization of like, you know, back in the day, they used to have sake with a, with miso soup and rice for breakfast. Like, you know what they did? There's a reason they did that. It probably helped them. <laughs> Talking myself into it just as I'm watching. Start having fucking sake in the morning. Why not? What do I got going on? That's a tall it's glass of sake you got right there, right? <laughs> I also like that it freshens her up. Like mm-hmm. she comes out of her bedroom yes. and she looks like shit. Like she's hungover and she's like tired. And then she slams an entire beer and is like, let's fucking go. I'm alive. <laughs> Air the dog, yeah. Don't talk to me before I've had my brew dog. <laughs> <laughs> um so today is parent visitation day at school. But, of course, Gendo is not going to fucking go. Uh, so it is Misato who goes to school, which gives uh, Shinji's best friends an opportunity to, like, really, you know, like, lean into how much they got a crush on Shinji's caretaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're seriously leering. They're very, very and, horny. And he is like, you don't know what she's like. She's a piece of shit at home. <laughs> she she's- fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah he really I also like, like is like he i don't know it's so it's so like at this point in the series he's so anti-misato but she like i mean you know for all her flaws she really does seem to care for him and like she like tr- is trying to make his stay there at least fun you know uh he's i think shinji's a bit of a wet blanket but this is the age you would be like that, right? Yeah. Like, this is the age you would, like, this person who's doing something nice for me, I'm going to find a reason. That's, I don't like onions. You know, they made me a meal, but it has onions in it, so I'm going to complain about that. You know, I guess, it's like... 
would you do i guess i'm like would i do that if the person that was doing this for me was i guess the hottest person on earth like to everybody <laughs> that i know but i guess if, there, if this person is maybe like a like maternal figure yeah uh, you would sort of then put that on them and be like well uh, no 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 so gross I, dude I, that's my mom yeah yeah exactly yeah that's my hot mom. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know my mom's a babe. <laughs> I think the next scene is that he's back at nerve headquarters and they're doing an activation test. And Shinji's like, he reveals something about the LCL that's pretty gross, which is that the liquid smells like blood. Yeah, the, the entry plug, he says, yeah. smells oh. like blood, which is just so fucking, Jesus which, Christ, what's happening? Okay, though, but we were not far off then, were we? With it's saying true. that it was t- uh, piss temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, temperature and smell are different things, Apodaca. I Well, are they? <laughs> but bodily fluid. So, like, I feel like... I, I don't know. I've not done the science on this. And I, I, yeah. I can assure you I won't. But my theory is that piss and blood are the same temperature. I bet if you did a, a blind taste test, you couldn't be able to tell them apart. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Isn't there piss in blood? Isn't hmm. like the process that your kidneys is doing is like removing urine from your blood? Or maybe the opposite, there's blood in piss. Wait, they're putting... Oh, I... <laughs> I thought you were kidding me. Hey, you got your piss putting in my blood. In into your you blood. got your blood in my piss. <laughs> uh, so then we... Uh, <laughs> moving forward in our episode... <laughs> We uh, we see a scene where um, Gendo's on an airplane with like some creepy dude and they're talking about financing mm-hmm. for Evangelions and that uh, they're building all the way up to unit six. That's a pretty big revelation. Yes. Uh, and it's the budget's been approved by everyone except the United States. Love that detail. Uh, that's so. That's so. What would happen? <laughs> Any sort of international pact that requires unshared, requires shared sacrifice yeah. and cooperation. U.S. is going to veto that shit. They're going to either want to be the first ones to do it or yeah. not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that whoever this dude is, his country is going to build Unit Eight. So now we've got eight Evangelions. Mm-hmm. That's yes. a lot. That's a lot of Evangelions. How much do, do we find out how much they cost? I think we might. I think we might. And I think it's I think it's in the billions, but I okay. don't. Yeah, that I think that makes might. sense to me. And I, I approve yeah. of that because something that yeah. drives me crazy is when they're like, OK, we're going to fund this like crazy thing. And it's like not that much money. Like this is a complete side tangent. But in Jurassic World 2, they like bid on dinosaurs and like the starting oh, yeah. bid is like ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, Are you fucking kidding? It's a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. It should cost. Yep. That's ten million starting bid immediately. Easy. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Playing a baseball team. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, in the thousands? Yeah. I shouldn't have been able to buy, like, buy a dinosaur. Like, if I, like, work, like, for the rest of my life. Yeah. If I, if I, if I sold everything that I, in my game collection, I shouldn't be able to bid on a dinosaur. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so 
Uh, Ritsuko tells Misato, hey, we've got this big thing the next day. Um, and we get a, a nice surprise at home. Uh, Shinji's expecting Misato to like show up, wake up and be hung over. But instead, she's like wakes up professional. She's in her dress uniform and they are going to a private company's um, sort of like conference uh, for their uh, giant robot project called Jet Alone. Love the name uh, Jet Alone. Yeah. And uh, we, we, we kind of, uh, uh, sorry, Heather, but we kind of, I, I think we kind of skip past the 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 where there, there there's some there's some more context about the second impact oh right and yes the first yes. angel yes yes so we find out that uh that the stuff that they learned in school in i think episode two or three is bullshit that there yeah. wasn't a meteor that caused second impact it was an entirely different thing that the first angel adam had been discovered in antarctica and had exploded during some kind of scientific expedition. And that's what caused second impact. And that the Evangelians are, their they're they're unstated or stated mission is that they have to prevent third impact from happening. That's what the, that's the whole thing it, that, 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 that is revealed to Shinji in that scene by Ritsuko. Yes. Yeah. That's some stuff. I think if you were the, the there would definitely be a movement of after the second impact, people would that's not gonna be a third impact. We, we already had two. Things. Yeah. You know, the third impact, what are we talking about? Yeah. We're fine. Everyone go back to work. <laughs> back to your jobs. Yeah. Start shopping again. Go to restaurants. Omicron is not third impact. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We're so fucked. Let's keep watching Evangelion. <laughs> Uh, so they're so they're at a, a conference. Um, there's a I love the visual of like there's a bunch of tables with a bunch of people from a bunch of different companies. But mm -hmm. Nerve so much doesn't actually need to be there that they've only sent two reps, and it's Ritsuko and Misato, and they're at a yes. giant table all by themselves, and they are made fun of in a sexist way yeah. by uh, by the conference leader, and. Um, He's like, why should we be giving these fucking giant robots to children? Why right. do they even need pilots? Why do they need these insane engines and umbilical cords to work? Why don't they why aren't they just nuclear powered? Um, and the whole thing is so insulting to the two women that when they uh, get back to their own like private dressing room or locker room, Misato just kicks the shit out of a locker <laughs> and vents her frustration at the conference. Uh, which is great. And Ritsuko does something interesting with some kind of program file and then sets it on fire in the trash can. Yes. There, there's also, there's the contrast because because uh, Ritsuko is like, is like sh fucking shouting at the guy. Like she's yes. like, she's she's the one who's being demonstrative in the conference. Everyone's like laughing at her. He's telling, he's talking to her about her like, yeah, he's he's he he makes a, a hysterical woman um reference. Um and uh and uh uh Misato during this just seems to be drinking beers and chillaxing. Mm -hmm. I, I, they actually have a there's a line they pair it to each other, like like earlier, like like Misato says like um uh you're making it's not you're making a scene, it's something like that. I should have written it down. 
but it's like uh, she says, like, you're making a, you know, some version of you're making a scene. And then that gets called back at her when the statuses are flipped and Ritsuko is like uh, fucking calm and collected and, and Mitsado is fucking or Misako, Misato rather is fucking losing her mind in the locker room. Yes, it's it's I mean, it's. For an episode that I don't particularly love, I mm-hmm. do love that scene a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. Um, and uh, from there we go to the demo, the like military contract demo of Jet Alone, which begins to walk and demonstrates that it can walk autonomously. And then it goes out of control and just starts walking. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny that the threat is this thing's just going to keep walking in, in a straight line indefinitely. <laughs> It'd be a well, problem. It's going to walk and explode. And it's going right. to walk all the way to Tokyo and explode. Yes. Yeah. So. Just an absolute, like, shit show. Yeah. <laughs> like what would happen if like we did it? Like the like the US did it. <laughs> so uh so Misato is like, okay, well, we can't just let this thing fucking walk somewhere and blow up, so we have to do something. And Ritsuko in the background's like, Misato, don't fucking help these people. Don't do anything. Yeah. And she's like, I can't just stand by. Like I can't just let this thing kill things. Right. Um and so she enlists Shinji with her plan being, you're going to put me on the thing as it's walking. Yes. I'm going to get inside and I'm going to reprogram it. Uh, she begs the um, guy who designed it to give her the override password. And he like, he deflects, he sends the, like he, he can't give the information. So he's got to like, go up the bureaucratic chain and ask somebody else and they deflect. And then you cut to a golf course and that person yes. deflects. And then eventually you get the, um, the password from the guy. And he's, he's just like, he won't look at her. And he's just like, it's hope. The password's hope. Uh, I so, like that. Yeah. This, this just the sequence of just like everyone passing the buck. They say, they say passing the buck on the show, but it's just like, yeah, of, of that chain of command of just how like, it's just how nothing fucking gets done. It's just, mm. you know, you've got, you've got all these layers of bureaucracy to have, uh, that, that really just exists to defer responsibility. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what this episode's all about. Deferring responsibility. What What you thinking, Matt? You got a big grin on your face. I was just saying, like, because, like, to learn that this is people's, like, least favorite. This has, like, a lot of, like, great stuff in it. Like, I like, I like Masato's plan. Like, just put me in it. And yes. I'll do it. Like, that's, it has good, this, this episode's got action. Like, it's less, it's less, um, like, active in that it's not an angel versus uh an eva but it's more like you know the internal stuff and then like fighting um you know i guess uh sexism in the workplace but it it, it is also like the stakes are still equally as high because like she's in that thing and it can fucking explode at any minute yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i I feel like this is this is we're enough episodes in where maybe we should talk about how uh, to get into the suit that you wear to pilot an Eva, you must first get fully nude. Yes. What, that's <laughs> what you're just like interjecting just that in the middle of this. It is I'm just true. saying there's 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 you know, you see people you see teens fully disrobing before putting these suits on. 
Yeah. Like you can't even have an undergarment. You got to be fully you know, nude. You know, to get in any clothes, you have to get fully nude first, unless you've been wearing the same pair of underwear for like <laughs> your life. It no, just, I'm, I, I, look, I'm, <laughs> I change my clothes frequency. I'm no Hideaki Ano. Uh, I, I will fucking, uh, I'm, I'm just saying like, if you're wearing like a flight suit or if you're wearing it, I don't know, maybe are astronauts fully nude in there? I feel like they got some undergarment on. Well, they've got no, they've their genitals have to be a you have to be able to access your genitals with the tube so that you can pee pee. Right. But you can still have like a, some sort of, you know, hole there or something. Why are you just are completely you are you just flopping around in there? <laughs> yeah. And zero G. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, I, imagine, a, imagine a, a race car driver. Race car drivers aren't fully nude under those suits. Yeah, but I don't race think car so. drivers. A race car doesn't have harmonics with the race car driver. It's not like it needs to be sensitive, like have like some kind of psychological sensitivity to the driver in order to go. Right. Whereas, so if like, you were, yeah. So if you were at, if you were in an Eva and you were a pilot and you were wearing underwear, it would be like, oh, there's psychic interference. Like this isn't yeah. this isn't working. Yeah, yeah. I, I detect a tag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Misato gets into a radiation suit in order to penetrate the inside of Jet Alone. Uh, Shinji drops her off on, on the back of this robot and then holds the robot in place well, his arms still swing like it's walking. Yes. <laughs> Just a good laugh. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, she enters into the uh, the inside of Jet Alone, inputs the code, and nothing happens. And then she decides to push in the control rods into the nuclear reactor on her own with her own strength. And Trust she can out. barely get them to budge. And then all of a sudden, the entire thing self uh, remedies. The control rods slip in, the programming returns, and the thing stops moving. There are so many, like, this is the thing. This is why the sequence stressed me out. Because there isn't just the one rod. There's a bunch of rods. And she's just pushing the one in. And it's barely budging. And I'm like, there's no, even if she gets this one in, there's no way she's going to be able to get all the rods in. Yeah. But she gets one in, and then they all go in on their own. So, well, that did make me nervous too. She doesn't yeah. get any of them in, guys. Wait, you that's wanna, not what happens. Do you want to know what what happened in this episode? Please. So we see, so we see Ritsuko burn a file early on in the oh. in the episode, and that file has uh, is uh, Jet Alone's programming, and she has access to the operating system and rewrites the operating system on Gendo's authority in order to demo a sabotage. So the reason she tells Misato, don't fucking do anything, is because she's the one who has sabotaged Jet Alone on behalf of Nerve with an intended, it's going to head towards the city, and at the last possible minute, it will stop before it kills anybody. So the only thing that, uh, that, that... the only person who's ever actually in danger is Misato. And it's because mm. Ritsuko can't tell her, Hey, I have, um, I have committed a crime here 
in, in, in an effort to keep us uh, with our contracts at Nerve. And that's why uh, Ritsuko tells Gendo at the end of the episode, everything went according to plan except for Masato's uh, activities. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm dumb. I didn't, I didn't connect those dots. I There's thought it was, I thought she was saying like everything went according to plan in the sense that like this thing wasn't going to fucking work and we're nervous still in control. There's a scene, I think, where you see her delete the programming. No, there, it there happens, is that scene. Yeah, but it happens I didn't, very but, quickly. Yeah, but I didn't like connect that to the fucking yeah. jet alone. Okay. Yeah, and then yeah. in the beginning, Gendo is talking with someone. He's not talking mm-hmm. with uh, Ritsako, right? No, he's... No, we don't know. He's talking to somebody else, we think. And then the conversation he has on the plane is also with somebody else. Okay. Obviously mm-hmm. not Ritsuko. He's um, got all kinds of friends. Yeah, he's got lots of friends. Look, Ray, he's cold, but he's got a lot of friends. Mystery voice. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's um, you know, there's some there's some intrigue in this episode. That's yeah. that's some cool stuff. Some espionage. Well, we also get some espionage. Some some uh, some of the we see we see the layers of bureaucracy that exist in this world. We see that private contractors will always be pieces of shit, uh, and we see that. We also have like we kind of end on a little bit more of an emotional note in terms of Shinji's friend, Shinji's horny ass friends. Yes, uh, telling him that like he knows a side of uh, 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 of Misato that no one else does. Like he knows the real Misato because he sees that she's a she's a slob and uh, mm-hmm. you know a drunk. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, his friends they say that she is like that with him. Because he's family. Right. And I was like, that's pretty nice. Yeah, that I like is that. pretty nice. Because um, uh, he smiles at that, too. He's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Family. Uh, but then also, minutes before, Shinji called her cringe. Like, he was like, she's cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Everything she does makes me cringe. She's cringe. Um, one of my favorite details from this episode is that when we are in Gendo's office at the beginning, you see that he is sitting underneath the tree of Sephiroth, which is like a, a Kabbalist symbol that we also see in the opening titles. And he is, um, he's sitting in some certain location that has meaning, like he's sitting under like the Godhead symbol in the, in the tree, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty, like if I... If I ever have like a real office, maybe mm-hmm. I'll put that on the ceiling. <laughs> That's so funny. I forgot to say something earlier uh, in the beginning of the episode. Uh, Shinji was so savage to uh, Masato because, um, like, when she's drinking the beer and like sort of like like burping and stuff, uh, it, he goes. This is like why this is why you're single. Nobody likes this. Like it's like yeah. so rude. Very yeah. catty. It's pretty pretty rough. Yeah. We're pretty also rough. seeing the the geometric angel that got fucked up in the previous couple of episodes. Like it's like we're still seeing that damage kind of being undone and like the its remains kind of being hauled away. It's just yeah, like kind like- of like a color detail here there's like scaffolding and stuff yeah like they've got they're like deconstructing it that's interesting to think about like in sort of any sort of thing like this like whether it's like godzilla or like uh you know 
like a, a superhero movie or something. This shit happens all the time. Yeah. I would just be underground the whole... I'm not cleaning this shit up again. Again? It's going to happen again tomorrow? I just cleaned this up. That sucks. <laughs> I think there was, a, there was a Marvel series. I'm not a comics guy, but mm-hmm. I believe there was a Marvel a series at some point about the, the just like the frontline workers whose job is to clean up after superhero battles. Yeah, God like, oh, that's them. a fun idea. Yeah. That's a fun idea. They got to do yeah. it so often. Oh, great. Yeah. Doctor Strange uh, opened a portal... Uh, an ice troll from uh, you know, uh, the the a forgotten realm has entered and just ripped, uh, you know, a Trump Tower to shreds. Yeah, the only building I can think of in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta fix that fast. Yeah, <laughs> get our best men on that. Yeah, the boss can't be unhappy with that. <laughs> You guys, are you ready to talk about episode eight? Let's do Am it. Am I ever? This was a great one. We've got two titles on this episode, and one is Oscar Arrives in Japan, and the other is Oscar Strikes. In this episode, we 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 meet the second child, Oscar Langley. Yes. From Germany. Uh, I which I love. I love that she's from Germany. Uh because I just, I guess, I guess, I just love it. I, I, it's, it's, it's an interesting tidbit because uh, I'm listening to it. You know, uh, uh, I'm, I'm watching it subbed, so it's all in Japanese to me. So they're saying how sure. much she's in, how German she is. And I'm just like, yeah, I, I guess I'm gonna have to take your word on this because <laughs> I only am hearing Japanese. But, I, but then she later on at some point, you know, later on she does speak German. We also have another mystery convo with with uh, Gendo. Yes, up mm-hmm. top. That's like yep. that's like teasing that this is going to happen. I uh, I I think I think it's possible that conversation was with Kaji, who we mm. meet in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But it might have been somebody who was Kaji's handler, because whatever it is that Kaji is bringing uh, is what this conversation is about. Mm-hmm. Right. So here we Kaji fucking has, go. Kaji has a, we'll get to him in a second, but he, she has like a, a, he has like guy who dated Carrie Bradshaw on Sex in the City for like a six episode arc vibes. <laughs> like totally. He's such a totally punk ass be, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's kind of a, kind of a piece of a shit, but there's something about him. <laughs> the, uh, um, I was going to say too, um, Compared, I guess compared to because paired with these two episodes that we're watching, seven and eight, this being yes. eight right now, this episode I think is a lot better than seven, just because it's fucking awesome. It's, it has like really cool stuff in it. Very yeah, this fun. Fu- this episode's fucking awesome as shit. Yes. So let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, we've got um our whole our our friends Shinji, Toji, and Kensuke are all on a helicopter. Uh. Toji and Kensuke are um, are there because it, it they can't, it can't be official business. Like she can't be actually going to the thing, so it has to look like a school field trip. Uh, nice. Because they're on their way to meet Asuka Langley Soryu, uh, the pilot of Evangelion Unit 02, who is being transported across the Pacific by the Pacific by the UN Pacific Fleet. Uh, there are, this episode has got, you see tons of aircraft carriers. 
I feel like Kensuke in this episode because he's got a camcorder and he's just like, this is so fucking cool. Yeah. This is so look cool. Look at all this shit. He's pointing the camera at everything and he's like, look at that. That that over there is so fucking cool. Like he sees a Harrier jet and he's like, that's so fucking cool. That's how I'd be if I was on a ship where the Evangelions were. That's how I was watching the episode. Like I, I yeah. just love seeing mechanical design and there's all these, these you know, all these great like fucking uh, – ships and 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 planes and just mm-hmm. like it just the sense of scale is very good we've got all these gi- these gigantic mega carriers and then we encounter things that are even bigger uh the uh the there's like the they think it they think it, it uh, misato says it calls it a date and they're mm-hmm. just like this is an official date like <laughs> that fucking horny they're like hell yes yes yeah i wore my score. special hat yeah <laughs> yeah i wore my special hat uh, <laughs> this was like dangerous for masada to do like in more ways than one like she shouldn't be lying like this sure uh taking these children on uh official like nerve business and then we find yeah. out why that was a dangerous choice to make but yep. she also probably shouldn't have had a beer first thing in the morning yeah <laughs> she's gonna do this <laughs> Tell and tell uh, these Big uh, project. horny teenagers that they were all going on a date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they land on the ship. Toji's new hat blows off, uh, and Asuka stomps on it, which pisses him off. Uh, the wind whips up her skirt, and everybody gets a flash of her panties. Yes. Uh, so she slaps everybody because she's like, "That's your viewing fee for looking at my panties." Yeah. And she slaps Toji- Kensuke. Yeah. Toji respond. No, she slaps all three of them. She slaps Toji, Kinsuke, and Shinji. They all got handprints on their face. And then, uh, and then Toji is like, "Well, if you're gonna, if you, is that so?" And then he, I, I don't really know what his train of thought is, but it's like, it's well, not good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's the same transaction from a, f- a couple episodes back of like well let's let's make sure this nudity goes both ways but like that you, was but the difference was that like <laughs> he does it on purpose he yeah it on purpose, he just yeah. immediately drops his pants to the ground and, and like, underwear look at my you see dick. A fair butt. yeah yeah <laughs> here's my dick and balls <laughs> like horrific like an, an absolute nightmare <laughs> Get the second also, slap. Yeah. Imagine, imagine that you've been like you're Asuka. You've been training in Germany for years. You finally are like, okay, I'm I'm meeting up with these the the pilot and his friends today. And the first thing that this your coworker's friend does is show you his dick and balls. Yeah. I also think like imagine you're like a midshipman on a UN supercarrier. <laughs> And you're just like mopping the deck because it's your it's your job or yeah. assignment for the day. And you look over and some teenager, teenage boy's dropping his pants and underwear to show his dick and balls. Yeah. So I get back at a girl for a living slapping super him. weapon. Yeah. yeah. I was like, what is happening? So uh, we we get a, a a neat moment between Masato and the captain of the ship where they're talking about like who's in charge and like whether the UN has authority or nerve has authority. And he's like, well, until we deliver the Evangelion to nerve, it is under our jurisdiction. Um, and we, uh, officially meet Kaji, Ryoji Kaji. Yes. Uh, Misato's like, Oh 
God. Ah, oh, fuck. And Asuka's like, yay, it's Kaji. <laughs> <laughs> they all have, um, they all have lunch together. And it's when, Ka- that's when Kaji makes clear that he's definitely fucked Masato. Oh, yeah. That's like, right. in front of the kids, he's like, He's like, does she still like, you know, she's still a messy sleeper. She's still tossing and turning. She, yeah. Uh, Incredibly rude. Everyone <laughs> is so scandalized. The expressions are at a 10 out of 10. Everyone is just like, so like their face is just frozen in horror at this revelation. It would be like if you were in school and one of the teachers came in and said something like that about like, the teacher that your oh, class was sure. in. And you're yeah. just like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> Teachers fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I also like that in that scene, she, like, poor Shinji. Like, he's like, Kaji calls him by his name, right? He calls mm-hmm. him Shinji. Mm-hmm. And Shinji's like, how do you know my name? And Kaji's like, well, you're famous, kid. And like, Oh, your heart breaks for Shinji. Yeah. In that, in that moment, it's like, wait, somebody recognized who I am? Right. Like, my dad never does. Yeah. This this guy, he, f- he fucked my, my mom figure. Is he my dad? <laughs> this guy's not so bad now. <laughs> yeah, she is um, still a messy sleeper. <laughs> yeah, man, what? You guys, you want to come over? <laughs> Teach me to throw baseball? <laughs> um, our next scene, we get Kaji and Asuka together. Uh, Asuka's like, fucking Shinji sucks. Yeah. Uh, and Kaji's like, well, he's really good at his job. His sink rate is really high. He's really good with the Evangelion. Uh, and so she's, she, so like, Asuka's clearly, um, Pretty insecure, despite her exterior of of uh, bravado. Mm-hmm, On the mm-hmm. B side of bravado is always insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's like going to take Shinji to her Eva and be like, "Look how fucking awesome my Eva is. Look how like yours is a is a demo unit. Mine's the first production model. Mm-hmm. Yours sucks and is purple. Mine is bright red. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's uh it's a it's a she also she's stand it's laying down as it's being transported and she's standing on its back. And all I think when I see the scene is how did she get all the way up there? <laughs> and isn't it I've always imagined the Eva's is kind of slippery. Uh-huh. Sure. Like they look shiny. They look slippery. Yeah. So I'm like, she could fall down. Like she got to be careful up there. She got to be careful. She got to be careful. I, I think, I do think hers is really cool. It does look really cool. And her suit is really cool too. Like a Shinji and she was saying that I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you can make a solid case for it. You're right. I didn't get get an opportunity. Yeah. They just gave me the purple one. It yeah. feels like you may have like asked for red because yeah. your hair is red. <laughs> I don't even know um, what any of this is still. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like there it's a like there's a f- famous red mech in Gundam, mm-hmm. which is uh uh Char Asnable's Gundam is red. And I feel like it might be like a hat hat tip. 
Uh, tip of the old the... anime hat. It's yes. not a Gundam. It's not technically a Gundam. Please don't fucking attack me for... I know it's not a Gundam unit. Guys, guys listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what I meant. It was a flub. Mm. It was a flub. No, no, they're mad. Oh, Sound they off are. in the comments. <laughs> uh, do you think it was a flub? Or do you think Heather's lying? Flub or dub? <laughs> she genuinely mistook it for a Gundam. Yeah, flub or, flub or dub. <laughs> So dub while being she's, W, she's, like she wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so while she's mouthing off about how awesome her Eva is, uh, the next angel attacks. Gag these angels. They never Gag-Hale. let up. I'm saying well, they're after something. <laughs> yeah, they want to cause the third impact. They're going to do it with whatever it takes. Man, they they show uh, up. Jerks. It, 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 this was look. This was the risk that Masato took. She brought these mm-hmm. kids here. Now they're right in the smack dab in the middle, on the in the ocean. Yeah, in the ocean. It's fucked and up there. It yeah. like the the purple unit, Shinji's Eva is not there. They've only got one Evangelion, even though they got two kids. So yeah. Asuka's like, fucking put on a plug suit. I want you to watch how good I am at this. Yeah. Gives him one of her plug suits, which has like built-in titties. Yeah. So he's yes. he's like, he's just got like like loose titty cups on his <laughs> they're, chest. They're disrobing. They're putting these on. They're they're you know you know you gotta get fully nude to put one of these suits on. Yeah. So yeah. and doing she that. These even, teenagers are doing that. He takes a peek and she goes, yeah. "Why are guys always so stupid and horny?" Yes. <laughs> she sa- she doesn't say that in my copy. I think she's only saying that to you guys. Uh, oh, okay. Like oh, she's not. She never says that line in my yeah. in my version of the uh, of the episode. <laughs> well, you uh, have to freeze if you freeze frame. It's in the subtitles. I kind of oh, okay. frame fri- frame by frame this. <laughs> okay. So I think it's like a little Easter egg. She's fourteen. She's four. Just as I had. <laughs> oh, she's it's, fourteen. Okay, right. She's fourteen. Noted. Um, <laughs> uh, I do, I guess I, I have a question overall uh, about the show. Um, who's uh, not fourteen? Uh, <laughs> So uh Kaji calls Gendo and is like, "Hey, the fuck, man? Like we I'm I'm delivering this thing and you didn't there weren't, weren't supposed to be angel attacks and Gendo's like, "No, no, no. The Eva's there. It's all taken care of. Everything's uh you know going as according to my plans." Um and uh we see for the first time we see two pilots inside of an Evangelion simultaneously and Asuka, <laughs> this joke makes me laugh. Asuka's thinking in German because yes. she, she thinks in German. Yes. And Shinji is like trying to help like set, start, start the Eva up. And she's like, you're fucking, you have to think in German. And so he says, Baumkuchen, which is like a, a Danish, like his only German word. Yes. Is, is, it's a type of Danish. That's really funny. That's like what somebody who doesn't know the language very well like would do. Like yeah. people who don't. Wiener schnitzel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wiener schnitzel, Wiener schnitzel. Over and over again. You'd be like Wolfgang Mozart. Werner <laughs> <laughs> Herzog. Yeah. Tell me tell me more about this Danish. He's Austrian. What's What's the Danish? So the last time I went to Tokyo, I actually looked for one um, because I was like, I've heard this word every year when I watch Evangelion Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. 20 fucking years of my life. 
I gotta, I gotta have a bomb cooking. And it's like a, um, it's like a roll up. It's like a, like a, what do you call those? Like a, it's like a, go, you've, you've always got your computer Like a maple open. bar? No, like a, like a, a swirly cake. Like a, right? like a churro? Like a, no, here, look. What's it called? Bomb cooking. Bomb cooking. Bomb cooking. It's like a, it's, it's like a layered, it's here. It's, it's, it's a, a ring. It's yeah, not it's a, a it's not a, it's not a log. It's a ring. Yeah, it's like a. Isn't that oh. what I said? It's like a swirly cake. Yeah, but I was picturing like a long, like like you know a a, a long boy. But I guess uh, from Danish, I should have extrapolated that it was going to be a round a round form factor. It is a. It is. Uh, you, you go to Seven Eleven here, you're not going to see a lot of bomb cooking. But if you mm-hmm. go to Seven Eleven in Tokyo, there's like a whole section of bomb cooking. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, they must eat a lot of it, otherwise this joke wouldn't fly, right? And sure Looks enough, they good. do. And it, it, I was pretty drunk when I ate it. So I, I, I would give it a 10 out of 10, but I can't say <laughs> yeah. with any certainty that I wasn't. <laughs> I'd like to give it a try. It looks, looks like it could be pretty good. Yeah, it's a good cake. It's a, it's a, it's a real um, a layered flavor because you go like cake, mm. flavor, cake, flavor, cake, flavor, cake, flavor. It's very thin layers. It's really delicious. I want one now. I, I do too. I'm so fucking hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, we find out that the, that the Eva is not set up to fight underwater. So. Oh, and also she, she toggles the language to Japanese to accommodate him because he can't think in German. Yeah. 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 So she really can funny. think in two different languages and, and yes. he can only think in one and uh, not too well. Uh the, the Eva can't fight underwater, so she's got to fight on top of the ships. And so she jumps from ship to ship to ship in, in an effort to uh, to fight the angel over water as opposed to underwater in a sequence that I believe was just completely ripped off by uh, Kong God versus Godzilla. Hmm. Mm. I can see that. I, I, I haven't seen the movie, but that feel this feels like the kind of thing that would be like, hey, we got this giant monster. We can do this. This the we can we can play the same card. Uh, I was gonna say I mentioned this earlier, but this episode does really cool things with scale and scope. And I, 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 have you two ever been on a battleship? Have you ever done done one of those like you know like the the fucking when the ships pull into the port and you can do a little tour of a battleship? Because I've been on them a few times. They're fucking big as shit. I have, but to they're protest. fucking huge. You have under to, protest? I have, but to protest. Oh, t- what were you protesting? <laughs> the Navy? Yeah. Stay in the water. Yeah, get back on. Get Don't back come down to there. Shore. The, the, they're the huge. Battleship, battleships are fucking big. Uh, but the Eva is just like, it's just jumping from, from ship to ship. It's so much fucking bigger than it. But then the angel. Yes. Is like is bigger still. Like 20 times bigger than the Eva. It's fucking huge this thing. There's always a bigger fish. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Hell yeah. Okay. Hell yes. <laughs> so jumping from from ship to ship Heather you were saying that it, this this sequence has been ripped off. Yeah, I think this sequence has been ripped off by a major motion picture, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It is a fantastic sequence. Like, if you're going to rip off anything, rip off Evangelion, because you'll be mm-hmm. doing it right. Yeah, and in that like, in, in the ripoff, Godzilla is a lot bigger than true. King Kong. Yep. 
Yep. It's the same. It's like Godzilla's in the water and King Kong's on the ship. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes, man. If you want to be the best band in the world, you have to ape the Beatles. And yes. if you want to be the best show ever made, you got to ape, ape Evangelion. Yeah. And in, in Kong's case, literally ape it. Am I right, guys? Yeah. All right. That's Hell the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, let's go. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Eva leaps from ship to ship. Uh, before finally landing on the one where she can plug herself in, there's a great moment where she like lands on the ship and, and it rocks side to side and Mm -hmm. like all of the helicopters and, and, and shuttle and planes and all that shit fall off the, the edge. And Kensuke's really Mm -hmm. upset because it's so much cool cool equipment. Um, she gets out her knife. The angel leaps on her. She tries to stab it. And then the angel drags them both underwater, which we discover is actually above Sunken cities. Yes, I love that. Yes. When uh, Second Impact happened, uh, it changed the coastal regions of all of the countries in the world. And so they are above, I think, Yokohama in this sequence. Such cool show, don't tell world building. Yeah. And, and hey, I love an exposition dump and I love, uh, I love a fucking, you know, uh, an audio log in a video game or whatever, anything that give that gives context, I'll I'll fucking read all of it and digest all of it. But also just just this this being this simple and efficient is just so like oh, there's a fucking buried city underneath the water, yeah. man. That's awesome, super great. Yeah. Um, and I, I yeah, I did like uh when everybody was getting mad that like all the jets were just like falling into the ocean or like getting yes. crushed, <laughs> like they're like no. <laughs> Uh, so Mizato's got to concoct a plan since the Eva won't work underwater. And her insane plan is we're going to sink the ships and jam them into the mouth of the angel and then have them fire all of their weapons at the same time. Because each episode, Misato's plans get more and more insane. Yes. As she gets more and more desperate to beat these things. Uh, the Kaji takes off. Because he's like, all right, uh, good luck. It seems like you got things under control. <laughs> yeah, his handler told him to get to save himself. His handler yeah. said, get the fuck out That's of there right. if things get hairy. Yeah. Uh, so he leaves. Uh, and uh, uh, they they sink the ships. And in order to make... Oh, and also uh, the angel bites the Eva and is using kind of like a fish hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, which yes. Is, which is pretty neat. Um. So they sink the ships. The ships ram into the mouth of the angel, open fire. Uh, and at the same exact moment, Shinji and Asuka have to be thinking the exact same thing at the same time in order to make the evil work. They do. Uh, and uh, they escape um, back onto the um, back onto the ship uh, above water. They do a really cool landing, too. Like, it was like it was yeah. fucking awesome. They like. They blew that thing to shit. Like they used the the ship to fire its missiles inside the the angel's mouth, and then they're like, "All right, peace." And then they got back up <laughs> above water and landed <laughs> on a carrier, and I was like, "Miss me, bitch!" And it was it was awesome. It was so and, cool. And Very then they cool. run out of power, and immediately the sh- the thing falls over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Ritsuko, the scientist, Blondie. Uh, is like, hey, Shinji, Asuka, you both broke your sync ratios while you were working together. That's pretty impressive. Uh, and we cut to Kaji, who has arrived at Nerve and is giving Gendo 
whatever it was that he was transporting across the ocean, which is like a human embryo inside of like a glass block. Yeah, like a big yeah. light almost. Yeah. Um, and this is Adam, the first y- human. Yes, the first human. But he says that about. Like, I was confused about this because I was like, is this actually like a human being or is this a, like a, like an angel like particle or, or, you know, or an angel like embryo or something? Because well, cause Adam gets, yeah, Adam gets yeah. mentioned in the previous episode or a couple episodes ago, yeah. right? Yeah. We know that Adam was found the first in angel. Antarctica mm-hmm. and that yeah. Adam is the first angel um, and that he is delivering Adam, the first human being, to uh, to Gendo. So is this Adam the first angel or is this mm. Adam the first human being? Are they different? Are they the same? Who knows? Either way, we know that this series is creationist, which is good. That yes. up my politics. <laughs> <laughs> At least that justifies why you, you think the 14-year-olds are hot. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to know if I'm watching anime that the god that they pray to is white Christian god. And that's... that's <laughs> the, next day, the next day of class, uh, Toji, Shinji, and Kensuke get a shock. Asuka joins them for schooling, and they are bummed out by it. But she's real happy to join their, their, their class. There's an element here, I think just generally, which I'm, which I, I, I wonder how much of it is cultural. I wonder how much of it is just like, you know, the rules of this world. But like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like in, 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 in the U.S., in the same sort of scenario, these kids would not be going to public schools and just like living in apartments. You know what I mean? Like they'd have their own, like, you know, uh, coddled existence where they were like you know where they were treated as 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 elites yeah Uh, and Mm. and as we know elites in this country operate in a completely different world or they'd be like like the winter soldier or something and like stored in like a like a bunker until they're needed right Uh, sure but um yeah essentially held captive yeah but i i think it's interesting that they were like uh her like they just had like a I feel like they had a nice time. <laughs> well, she slapped him though. I guess she didn't slap him, didn't. Yeah. But Shinji, yeah. Shinji might be like, oh, okay, I, I guess maybe we'd be friends. Yeah. Maybe well, it's a lesson. Don't be a little pervert. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, I think your your observations about the schooling system are interesting, and perhaps they'll be answered in a future episode of Evangelion. Wow. Oh, wow. And I, assume, I really like it when you guys ask questions that I know have answers. And so, I mean, I, I assume we'll learn more about this embryo. They're not just going to show us this thing and be like, that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that seems like you, a big you, deal. Yeah, that, that feels like a big deal. Yeah. 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 Because that's the that's yeah. what? what I was going to say, I didn't watch. So I watched. Um, I didn't get to watch these twice, but so far when we've recorded these, I've watched the episodes twice. Before nice. recording, because and nice. I like caught things that I didn't um, uh, catch in the first watch, because uh, something that I'm learning that is that like I really need to put my phone away when I'm watching mm. this because yes. I'll start to like look at my phone for a second and then I'll be like, wait a minute, you don't speak Japanese, and then have to like, like yeah. make sure I'm actually paying attention to the show. 
Um, yeah. So with no, these, I'm, these... I'm, I'm phone free with content these days. Yeah, that either, seems like a good way to go. I, Either out of uh, out of the room or, you know, failing that face down uh, out of reach. Yeah, that seems like this, the way to go. This show has so much detail that there are things that are still being discovered about it up, uh, today. Like the, mm-hmm. there, the, uh, there's something I'll, I'll tell you guys that somebody noticed within the last couple of years mm-hmm. about the show and it fucking blew my mind. Because I've watched the show a million times and was like, holy shit. Like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know how to tell a staff this much detail. Like, Mm -hmm. I would, I don't have the depth of thinking to be like, to, to be like, hey, let's think three dimensionally about every single human being on screen. Uh, So there's stuff in the show that I, I, I can't wait to share with you guys. That that fucking blows my mind. I hope I find something like that. I'm sure you will during during uh, our exploration of this series. Like, just find something that nobody has thought about. Or, oh my god, that would be so <laughs> solid, Apodaca. One time in math class in tenth grade, I thought I just discovered a formula to calculate prime numbers. Uh-huh. I was like, I, I can't believe I fu- I did this is this is puzzled mathematicians <laughs> for centuries. I f- solved it. And then I realized it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> That's probably what'll happen to me with with this. I'd be like, wait a minute, no, guys, don't you see? This is like give <laughs> given enough time, a child might just stumble upon a formula that calculates prime numbers. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> you still could do it, Nick. I might. Ha- I might. I'll get to it. I'll get to work. You might walk by a, a chalkboard with an unfinished equation on it and just have the right thing. <laughs> well, that's it for episodes seven and eight of Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, we're going to watch nine and ten the next time we come back here on our Patreon of Get Animated. But for right now, you... You got animated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>